0: Hey there party people, welcome back to the Fireside, this is the Fireside Chat, 86.5 The, the vibe. vibe, it's your boy Jackie C, and Shade, and Shade Ev. that being said, Shade, how you doing today?
1: I'm doing pretty good, doing pretty good, just played a bunch of BP with you, was absolutely crushing it.
0: Yeah, we were doing our thing, making it rain, like, there's actually technically water pump, <laughs> technically yeah. speaking. That being said, speaking of technically and technicalities and whatnot, I hear you have a two-sentence horror for us.
1: Oh, I do indeed. I've actually, I've got another story for you guys today, so if you don't mind the slightly longer, I think this one is very creepy. So, it starts, The Annoying Neighbor. I used to live in a small building downtown. One of the reasons I moved out was because of the bad neighborhood including this guy in the apartment right next to mine it was a weird kind of vibe we got from him he was a strange looking fella and he mainly kept to himself around midnight though there was frequently a strange noise that got on my nerves it wasn't loud to be fair but i have um, a problem with really light sleeping so it was hard to get my eyes shut With those little tiny bumping sounds going on. Kind of reminded me of high heels walking around but not as loud, almost as though the person was actually trying to be silent. After a few days I realized the pattern was always the same, like a recording played over and over with random intervals in between. And that went on for the better part of a year, always the same sequence of bumps slowly tattooed into my mind, sometimes for hours straight during the night. It was only several years later, helping my daughter with her homework, that I learned a little bit of Morse code. She knocked on the table with her knuckles, and a shiver immediately went through my spine as I recognized that exact same pattern. When I asked her what it meant, she laughed and she said, Daddy, that's the easiest one. It's the one to call for help.
0: Oh, wow. Oh, my. And You said the knocking was coming from where? From the apartment next door. Oh,
1: wow. Every night. I know. Creepy, right?
0: Extra creepy. Did the noises ever stop? Like, oh, I don't know. That's might, where the story saying, ends, unfortunately. You might still have <laughs> the, the opportunity to save somebody and help somebody. Yeah. And say, that's certainly a good one. Oh, my goodness. That's an... I'd be like, "I don't know, that being said, so we got a news item of the day. I have one for myself, and then or one that I had, and then someone actually requested one from us, oh, okay, yeah, they wanted us to discuss Trump versus Ben Sass so ben sass i'm going I'm looking for the quote, Ben Sass, so he was talking about Trump and he was a um he was on a phone call with some nebraskans when a constituent asked him why he criticizes trump so much they say he went on a nearly 9-minute tirade first uh first broken by the washington examiner saying that the commander in chief kisses dictator's butts Sells out our allies, mistreats women, and spends like a drunken sailor. Oh, wow. He also says looking likely Trump will lose in November and he could take the Senate with him in what's called a blue tsunami. A blue tsunami? A blue su- They call it the What's blue wave, blue but they're saying this time it's not going to be a blue wave. Like what Obama had, it might be a blue tsunami. Oh, like, I see. You might okay, see folks see fall in saying. Georgia. You might see folks fall in Texas. They're scared of losing South Carolina. Remember, we had that whole conversation about South Carolina. Republicans are worried about South Carolina? That's a problem. Yeah. That is a whole problem. The fact that the polling could possibly be that close is just absolutely crazy. So he said, what the heck were any of us thinking that selling a TV obsessed narcissistic individual to the American people is a good idea? It's not a good idea. I think we are staring down the barrel of a blue tsunami and we've got to hold the Senate. And that's what I'm focused on. Hmm. So Trump said that there's a giant red wave coming was his first response. And then he followed it up with, let's see if I can't find the tweet. He says, Senator little Ben Sass of the great state of Nebraska seems to be heading down the same inglorious path as former senators, Little Bob Corker, whose approval rating in Tennessee went from 55% to 4%. And Jeff the Flake Flake, whose approval rating in Arizona went from 56% to, oh, the other tweet, they say it must have been deleted. But that wouldn't make any sense because the one tweet is still there, right? Let's see if we can't find the other tweet for everybody. But the point is they, they wanted to, us to discuss you know when did it become okay to not accept criticism as the president (laughs) shade i'll let you start with that one
1: okay well i mean um i would say when donald trump got into office is when that's an excellent
0: answer (laughs) the only answer i know it really is Uh, oh he said from 56 percent to practically nothing both senators became totally unelectable couldn't come close, even close to winning their primaries and decide to drop out of politics and gracefully retire at Senator Sass could be next, or perhaps the Republicans should find a new can a new and more viable candidate.
1: Wow. Well, you know, from what we know about Donald Trump, he is definitely a big fan of being the biggest and being the best. Um, Anytime you kind of listen to anything he really has to say, it almost sounds like constant hyperbole, um, which, I mean, is fine. There's, you know, some gumption to that. There's some gusto. There's, you know, there's a lot of pride and a lot of, um, I don't know, it it's, can be very convincing, which is great. But at the same time, it also kind of seems as though he may not accept criticism very well. Now, I say may. It's obvious that he does not accept criticisms very well. Uh, he's definitely more of, if you agree with me, you're doing it right. And unless you agree with me, you're doing it wrong kind of person. And I don't know. It's, it's kind of a, it's a closed-minded kind of standpoint. It makes it very difficult, I think, to not only um, modify your own personal behaviors,
0: but also learn from people's critiques. Yeah, so I'm going to say that it began before Trump. Okay. I'm going to argue that a Democrat could have gotten in big trouble for criticizing Obama. I'm sure some Democrat did. But I'm going to argue that in the era of heightened partisan politics, which really began in 2010 with the rise of the tea party mm-hmm. people saw it a compromise as this evil icky thing and it became you play for two sides you either play for the left or you play for the right now yep. here's the thing when there's no president in office there's no big daddy to you know tell you what to do and tell you how jump the ho- or how high to jump there's no consolidation of the party it can feel like chaos to some extent,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but so Trump shows up in 2016, and it had already been like this. You know, the 2016. You know, it's crazy. Trump won November 2016. The you all should look up the Republican the RNC Christmas message of 2016. They said that two thousand years ago, a savior was born. And now we have a new savior. Oh, Senta- no, they did not say that. They said, it, yeah, they wow. said something absolutely wild. That like People were yeah, upset. That's a big I, I might be, Yeah, I was going to say a little bit misquoting, but that's basically what they said. Like, we have a new savior. Yay. Yeah. And so, yeah. And you all can expect Democrats to fall in line if Joe Biden's the winner. Ain't going to be no. I mean, I'm sure AOC will still be like, you know, what the Tea Party is to Donald Trump every now and then they rebuke him. You know, that's what, you know, in the oh, House, sure. you have a smaller district, you can protect your district easier. But in the Senate, it's it, it's much more difficult. And so now you're exactly right about Donald Trump. A different president would have handled that criticism differently. Yeah. But the truth is when Ben Sasse said those things, if they had asked me, why am I so critical of the president? Well, I would have said, well, let's discuss that. What criticisms do you have of the president? I mean, you can't think he's Jesus. You have to have something. I could go through every president going backwards and name at least a few things I didn't like about him. I could, Sure. Easily tag Obama up, easily tag Bush up. And so I would have asked them, I would have said, what what would he and then I would have said, okay, I agree with that. Does everybody generally agree with that statement? Like the statements that he said, he said in like a very attacking way. Mm -hmm. But the truth be told, did he tell any lies? And so But like I said, the truth be told is with Donald Trump, you had to know he doesn't take criticism a long time ago. Because he doesn't take criticism from the media. He doesn't take criticism from Democrats. He's, you know, all over them. Suddenly it's a Republican. It's just supposed to be okay. He bought up Bob Corker. He bought up Jeff Flake. You saw how he treated John McCain. Yep. So that's who he is. And so part of it is the era in this climate of politics where it's like, you're not allowed to be your own individual. You are a, you are a spokesperson for your team. And like I said, you're playing for that team. So part of it is that. And part of it is who Donald Trump is as a person. I mean, he always has to reply. It can never just be, you can never shrug your shoulders and you know, I found out Donald Trump has been blocking people. Like if you tweet at him a few times too many saying something negative, you get blocked on Twitter. I was really? like, that's yeah. I have a few friends who are blocked on Twitter from Donald Trump. I was like, they're regular people tweeting at him like Yeah. funny. you have funny. that type of time? Like So I don't know. I that's who he is. And when so when Ben Sass said that he was narcissistic, I mean like that's what, like I said, it, it is what it is. So. Now,
1: do you think that that's indicative of maybe other Republicans also starting to steer away from Donald Trump and kind of their um, acceptance of him?
0: Well, Ben Sass was never a huge fan of the president. And I think most Republicans, all of them resisted him for the most part. Jeff Sessions, I think, was the first person to fall in line. But, no, you have people like like Chris Christie is saying, like, oh, yeah, I regret going to the White House on that day. Or Mitch McConnell said the other day, they asked him when was the last time he was at the White House. And he goes, well, I don't go over there because, you know, in the Senate, we wear masks and social distance. And they don't do that over there. Wow. It was like the president caught COVID. Yeah. And you say that. And it's like you could literally put two and two together. Mitch McConnell just said the president is irresponsible. And that's why he caught COVID. Donald Trump goes, I want this huge stimulus. One point. Once again, Ben says that he spends like a drunken sailor. <laughs> and that's what, that's the criticism Republicans have of Democrats. And so Donald Trump goes, I'll take 1.7. Nancy says, I'll take 2.8. The Republican Senate, Mitch McConnell goes, eh, P5. We give you five hundred billion for a stimulus. Wow. Not too much more. Wow. And so yeah, folks are beginning to I think Dom Thillis, like we talked about the other day, said that uh he he went before his voters and basically said that he needed to be reelected to stop Joe Biden not to enable Donald Trump he said well you know i know i've been an enabler but the good news is i'm going to be a disabler if you reelect me <laughs> just yeah crazy stuff y'all remember how i was with obama i'll go back to that i know y'all like that boy but it's crazy stuff it it really is and so the other news item of the day that I wanted to discuss was Lindsey Graham and Diane Feinstein.
1: What happened with them?
0: So at the end of the confirmation hearings, you know, a lot of people are mad that ACB is being nominated, especially folks on the left. And yeah. Diane Feinstein, at the end of the hearing, stands up and says, this has been one of the best run hearings that I've taken place in. Huh. And gives Lindsey Graham a big hug. Huge hug.
1: Really? Mm-hmm. Like, no social distancing or anything?
0: Just a full-on hug? Yep. Wow. Bold. Yeah. So, folks on the left are saying, you know, it's time for her to resign. Things like that. Thoughts on that, Shane? Wait, resign because she... Well, they say Hugged like Lindsay she's Graham? they say she's out of touch with the Democratic Party. They say for her to go up and hug Lindsey Graham like after everything he's done puts her out of touch with the Democratic Party.
1: Wait, so you can't even just like like another human being anymore? Is that what you're saying? Like just
0: because of their politics? Well, that's not what Hold on. So, let me be clear. I disagree entirely. I have friends who are Republicans who can be hypocrites, but to be fair, I've got a lot of friends who are Democrats. that are pretty big hypocrites too, and so it's one of those things where. And the truth be told, she said it was one of the best hearings she had participated in. Folks got to go back to 1992 and look at all the hearings she has participated in. She had she was there for you remember uh, Gorsuch, Neil Gorsuch. The uh, the one who got nominated went after Merrick Garland, the seat, the seat that was quote-unquote stolen from Obama, which, you know, to be fair, it was. The Republicans should have taken Merrick Garland up for a vote and voted him down. If, but nobody wanted to be radical, you know? Nobody wanted to see him yeah. radical or do anything crazy. So Mitch McConnell shielding his conference said you know, we're not going to do it. But she participated in that one and that was something wild. And then after Kavanaugh, yeah i was gonna say kavanaugh was something wild and so just to get through hearings like to be fair you have to remember chief justice john roberts was something wild when his was happening uh under george w bush and she was around as early as she was around to confirm rbg and now she's confirming well she's not gonna vote to confirm rbg's replacement but the point is she never said that she supports acb or anything she just said that the hearings didn't go haywire for a change. Like yeah. she said like I'm glad that we were able to get through this as a country without I mean honestly really if, ripping each other If
1: anything that seems like it should be the goal, like everything is already so high strung and politically tied that like being able to have anything in the government that goes smoothly and appropriately is honestly a breath of fresh air and if anything i feel like that's probably what she was getting
0: at exactly and i also think that like she hugged him and she truly embraced him and i think that to some extent that's nice i think to some extent black she white, should be socially democrat though. republican i think to some extent we all just want to Hugging out and love each other and all this fighting and stuff like we want to figure it out. And the Democratic Party, it's the party of science. It's the party of humanity. But it also claims the title of the party of love, a love for your fellow man, a love for your planet Earth, a love for all the creatures that inhabit this Earth, including Lindsey Graham. Yep. And so i have republican friends you know i would give a hug to and i've got democratic friends you know i just like i said you know i i think americans i think that there's like a vocal minority of americans that just the other side is evil The, the like i really do think that the vast majority of americans are like reasonable human beings
1: <laughs> like yeah i think so too
0: I think the vast majority of Americans would love to go back to like Kamala Harris and Mike Pence's debate, like something civil or like, yeah, you know, and I met this guy tonight who he, uh, it makes me think of him actually real Southern guy. One of my friends in, uh, introduced us. We were talking, you know, laughing it up. I'm sure he's a Republican guy, but he was showing me like his hunting pictures and offered me some dip and. He was showing me he catches all these fish over 20-something pounds. He's killed, like, bears before. I was like, y- you know me. I'm a Yankee. So I was like, what yeah, y'all do it with the bear? Like, I'll just kill <laughs> the bear. He goes, oh, what? We carry him out the woods, and we eat him. What? You and can't sell eat his a fur. bear. Yes, you can. I said I said the same thing. So you sound like a Yankee. Like, you said you can't eat a bear. You can eat anything. You're not supposed to That boy said you can eat, eat snakes. You can
1: eat bears. Like, I said, oh, my gosh. You can't eat snakes. I've had snake before.
0: I have not. It's, he said he had had snake. He had had gator. He had bear. I've had,
1: I've had gator as well. Mm. They're both very weird. Yeah. Honestly, I do not like eating reptiles. They're it's probably very stringy meat. It, you know, it's it's uh, chewy, almost like rubber in a lot of ways. It uh, kind of depends on which reptile we're talking about. But it's also, at least to me, it seems kind of creamy or like liquidy almost the same way that fish is but it tastes more like well kind of like chicken not to be like you know cliche but in a way it kind of tastes like kind of wet gooey chicken i don't know it's very strange it's not my thing
0: no certainly i feel you and but like i met this guy and he was nothing but polite and he had, like, his southern draw, like, super southern. Like where was This is the point where the first three, he's from North Carolina, like, the oh, okay. hills in North Carolina, like he said, Appalachia, as y'all call <laughs> it. Like, And so, uh, but, no, he was nothing but kind, and he was, like, when I stood up to leave, I was like, I'm leaving. He stood up, and he dapped me up, and then he brought me in for a hug, and I was like, hey, this is my boy. I, I hugged him back. He was like, hey, right, next time I'm up here. I'll bring some moonshine. Duh, duh, duh. <laughs> and you know what was crazy? His boy was only 20. He wasn't drinking. What? Totally stone cold sober. He was the DD for the wow. other people there. Good yeah. For him. And he was just there loving on another person. There you Somebody go. Somebody from a different race, different location. Like I said, I just, I feel like Americans, we want to get back to a place. Like we want to have our disagreements but we want to have them respectfully and we want to find a like political discourse back to you know respect and we want to get to a place where we can work with the other side but before Absolutely. we 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 work with them you know we want to get to a place where we can appreciate the other side Absolutely. and enjoy them for their opinions whether they whether we think they're right or not and like i said i i saw that stuff about Diane Feinstein and i was like wow we, we want someone to retire because you can't be mad because she said these are the best hearings I've been a part of. Because like I said, if you go back and you look at her hearings, there have been some wild hearings since she was elected in 1992 and started in 93 with yeah. Bill Clinton. She came in with him. There have been some wild hearings. So she said, hey, these were the glove stayed on. And I'm thankful for that. And she just hugged Lindsey Graham. And, you know, Lindsey Graham, y'all heard us talk about it the other day with South Carolina. He might not be back to the Senate. He might not. And she's been working with him forever. Like, you have to think, like, your coworker, whether you like them or not, you don't appreciate, you know, the things that they have. Like, Lindsey Graham used to be a moderate Republican who would compromise with the other side and help, like, get things done and pass legislation. And so I don't know. For... Folks to be calling for her to resign over that, it just... Yeah, it seems a little ridiculous to me.
1: Honestly, one of my... And you kind of just reminded me of this just in talking about your new uh, North Carolina friend. But um, one of the American concepts that we grew up with learning when we were, you know, not necessarily patriotism class, but essentially history and things like that, we learned about the idea of America being a melting pot which is a little bit different than what you're talking about. But that always resonated with me. Just the fact that we really have every variety of people and we're all here. We're all making this country work. We're all making it happen. I always found that beautiful that there's a, a difference between all of us. And because of that, we work. And I don't know it, to me, the, especially the years of late, um, I would say even kind of like what you were saying before, ever since maybe even Obama or George Bush, something around there, um, it seems almost as though people are not interested in intermingling. They are not interested in being able to develop another person's perspective or at least understand it. And I don't know. It makes me a little bit worried for the, uh, the state of our country
0: yeah no certainly so i hope one day we get back to a place where we and you know what what you said no is exactly what i'm it's exactly it's like you it's in addition to the point but it is it's exactly what i'm talking about people of different backgrounds cultures ethnicities religions races politics whatever coming together and coexisting and i think coexisting is a beautiful thing indeed So, the last news piece of the day is Trump's advisors are bracing for a loss. Are they? According to an Axios piece. Yep. Hmm. They say that there's a lot of pointing fingers, but most of them are pointing at Trump. One of them said, you can't heal a patient who doesn't want the diagnosis. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's a good point no the truth is trump does stuff to we talked we've talked about this before trump and biden love to shoot themselves in the foot trump today said lock them all up they his crowd started chanting lock her up talking about gretchen whitmer the oh, no. me, the governor in michigan the one with the thwarted yeah terrorist plot mm-hmm. they started chanting lock her up talk about her he said joe biden it's a crime family hillary clinton like oh my god and they chanted lock, "lock, them up," and then he said, "Yep, lock them all up." I was like, "Wow!" It's one of those things. It's like it's just so silly. Like, and it makes me think to myself, like, you know, you don't want to, you don't see. Trump is in a weird place where he's probably seeing what happened to John McCain. John McCain in two thousand eight. You know, they were saying Obama's a Muslim. Da da da. And Obama started to slip in the polls a little bit when the idea like Barack Hussein Obama. Yep. And he started to slip in the polls. And John McCain was sitting there one day. And this lady said, he's a Muslim. He's going to do. And he said, he, started, he looked at her. And I'll never forget. He looked at her for a sec. He started to shake his head. Yeah. And then he was like, no. He said, give me the mic back. She gave him the mic. He said, he's not a Muslim. What he is is he's a great American and
1: ain't that the truth
0: he said that about barack obama john mccain and it was like there was just a point where there's just a point we respected and we loved each other and it's like like i said you can disagree you really can and i know a lot of people would say you don't get to disagree about my humanity but i i would say that just because they disagree with what's going on with you policy-wise like they might say like Like that guy tonight. If I had asked him about Black Lives Matter, he would have been like, "Oh yeah, you know, George Floyd needed to obey the police. He was on drugs. Like he might have said, he might have said all kinds of things. Yeah, he might have said all kinds of things. But how did he treat me? He treated me like my life, like my Black life mattered. So, and that's my point. Like you might have someone who say transgender people should, you know, use the bathroom that they were born for." But then at the same time, that person is going to, you know, they see a transgender person needs help. They're not going to be like, "Eh, eh." and some might, some really might, might. you know, there's a lot of, there's hatred really on both sides. Uh, There really is. But I think that we really should seek to get back to a place of love. I'm mad how we got back around to that. We were talking about Trump's people getting ready to lose. It all
1: boils down to the same thing. I mean, that's where our politics are right now. Is just I think that's why, Joe Biden, gonna like, think that's why right. Joe Biden is going to win. I think that's why Joe
0: Biden is going to win, because most Americans are like, let's put this ugly chapter behind us. Yeah, I mean, I think people are tired of it. It's like, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, like Trump is always on the news, always saying something crazy. You can't go a day. I've been thinking about making a calendar and writing every day something silly Trump does or says or <laughs> tweets and just seeing if I could go all the way back or how long, like if he wins re-election, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go should. four years and I'm going to write down every day, something he did. And I might try it for Joe Biden too, to see like how like on or off Joe is, you know, good old sleepy Joe, sleepy Joe Biden, the sleepiest Joe. Nah, I can't wait for him to win. Cause it, you have to critique your side too. You can't just like, and especially if you're not in politics, it's important not to be a team player. If you're an American citizen, it's important to assess both candidates, look at the different viewpoints, because you might have a Republican running like uh, Larry Hogan in Maryland or whoever the guy is in Massachusetts. How are you a Republican governor and you won in Massachusetts? That don't even make sense. But you know, the last Republican governor to win in uh, Massachusetts was Mitt Romney. Really? Huh. Yeah, and you see, Mitt Romney has Romney Care, right? Which was basically yeah. Obamacare. And Mitt Romney, you know, like he voted to impeach, uh, or I guess he didn't vote to. He voted to hear witnesses. He did vote to convict the president when the oh, time he? came to vote. He voted to remove the president of the United States from wow. office. And then, you know, during the Black Lives Matter protests, he was out there protesting, and then he kneeled. Yeah, he kneeled. Like
1: Mitt Romney is honestly an understanding individual. I wouldn't say I agree with him policy-wise on everything that he decides to do, but I mean, he's a respectable
0: man. And yep. And so that's really what I think this election is going to boil down to. It ain't going to boil down to policy anymore. I don't think anybody. I don't think anybody cares. I think at this point, folks want to get back to a day where you could say something nice about the other side. Yeah, seriously. You know, I remember they asked Hillary, they asked Hillary and Trump to say something nice about each other at that debate. And that was like a huge like thing. Like it was, it was like, yeah, like people really, they, I don't know. So we're going to hit you all with the challenge again. Shade. I'm gonna hit you with the challenge. What are two things you liked about today? Two things I liked about today. Well, one, we
1: were crushing it at BP. That that was a wonderful, wonderful multitude of victories there. Um, And then otherwise, um, let's see. I've been getting ready for my show coming up in Halloween with my band. And today we got everything down except for two remaining songs out of our 20 song set list so that was pretty exciting
0: yeah that's dope I think if I had to pick two things I was excited about today one was just you know and I know I'm I talked about this before and apologized I'm gonna apologize again for being a big hypocrite because I tell folks if you don't agree with something taking your money out of it is the best thing or your viewership I don't agree with the way the NCAA is treating these athletes. And yet at the same time, I'm sitting there watching every weekend complaining. So I'm a perpetuator of the problem. Definitely apologize. But I enjoyed, you know, just sitting back watching college game day. Good old SEC football. Saturdays are, you know, Saturdays in the South are something serious, shade. Yes, sir. I was going to say it's something big. It's college game day. I'm, I'm trying to become a resident of fansville you know those dr pepper commercials oh yeah where you, you know, i was gonna say i belong in fansville i could be uh i'd be the prosecutor for that guy who jinxed <laughs> the kicker yeah. he's automatic he never misses i call in some witnesses i like, feel you like your perfect the job no nah, i would probably be his defense attorney. the kicker couldn't hear him though the, <laughs> kicker could... uh, the fansville is so crazy they had you know in the opening one they had um this woman giving birth and the doctor pulls out the baby. He says, it's a fan. And it comes up <laughs> with all the zeros. I was like, that's so stupid. <laughs> that's, I was like, that is so, so silly. That's like, ridiculous. wow. That's, that's, that's so foolish. But so I enjoyed that. And then the second part of today was I enjoyed, like you said, when you talked about beer pong, I didn't just enjoy beer pong. I enjoyed being with the fellas, you know? Definitely. I'm homegrown. I got some good friends who live down the street. Like, honestly, and I'm Always. glad y'all do. Like, yeah, you better not move anywhere, big dog. Like <laughs> let's say you ain't just gonna leave me. You didn't know. I'm like a I'm like your crazy ex, like. You don't just get rid of me easy, Shade, like Well when I go on tour, we gotta bring the podcast with us. You make it happen. Was gonna say. I'm like a bad habit, you just don't <laughs> drop me, like this wild stuff. But so someone asked us a poli question. Okay. It's a really good one. And I'm actually mad that they asked it because I'm actually pissed off. And I guess that's better than being pissed on. But anyway. Well, gee. No, no, they asked, are we going to take the COVID vaccine?
1: Oh my gosh. Well, what a question. Um,. Well, if you didn't mind i'll even start with this one you um, you go
0: ahead I'm, like i said i'm frustrated
1: you know so i am not comfortable putting anything into my body until i know what it's going to do there is not nearly enough research done right now that if they were to come out with a vaccine tomorrow that i would be comfortable taking it i would want to wait personally
0: Yeah, so the question is formulated in a strange way in the sense it just asks you. And so, for example, like, if one were to come out in March or April of next year when Dr. Fauci predicted one would come out, Mm -hmm. and Dr. Fauci says, I think it's great, and you have to remember, like, COVID vaccine, like, the testing and stuff was just delayed because they were having issues with it, uh, the safety of it, trying to figure it all out. And so my point is, is... they're trying to do it right and as long as they don't rush it like i said if dr fauci or somebody trusted comes out and says take it like my my sister-in-law is a doctor if she says yeah take it I'm definitely going to take it to be fair i don't think i have a choice as a teacher That's
1: like they fair. just tell
0: you they tell you what to put in your arm and you better do it if you want to be working with kids And if you want your kids to go to school, you gonna get that vaccination too. So in a lot of sense, you know, all that anti the anti-vaxxer stuff. I just, I don't know, but I'm with you in the sense, like if one came out tomorrow, if one came out before election day, in the words of the president, I wouldn't feel comfortable. I would need it to come out. Like Dr. Fauci says March or April. If that's what he says, you know, that's that's who I trust. You have to, You have to trust the people put around, or you have to trust the people. I don't want to say in positions of power, but you have to trust the people in positions of knowledge to use their knowledge properly. Shane, like if I ask you about music, you're a music major. I'm not gonna sit there and be like, "Uh, I don't know. You might not be right. Let me go ask somebody else. Like you have to, you know, find someone you know that you trust their opinion and their expert opinion, and you listen to it. I'm no scientist. Yeah, I'm not. I barely know how a vaccine is made. I believe they take the antibodies out of someone who is already sick and use I think them to. That's
1: probably sometimes what they do. I'm not sure if that's always the case.
0: Like I said, you see how we sound wildly ignorant about how a vaccine is even made. Like that's because we don't. You know. could probably, yeah. I was we gonna know. say you could probably take some water, mix it with a little bit of sprite, stir it up, and then inject me with it. I'd be like, "Yep, I'm COVID free forever. I did it." <laughs> like, like. I've got no clue, but what I do know is if the trusted people say, like, let's take it. I'm going to take it. If Donald Trump says take it, I would take it if the scientists say so too. That's the mistake Kamala Harris made not saying that. If Joe Biden says take it and the scientists say take it too, isn't it crazy? Like you feel like, like when I said, if Joe Biden says take it, I was like, Joe Biden isn't going to say take it if the scientists don't like There's just like with the Democrats, there's just not Mm -hmm. that like disconnect with science. But if Trump and the scientists agree, then I agree with them. And if Biden and the scientists agree, I agree with them. Now, let me ask you a side question even
1: there. So I think about this one a lot. Uh, As far as the future of technology goes, we're getting to a point where biotechnology has become more of a reality. They, They have the ability... To create, like, bionic eyes. We have things that can actually attach to our nerves so that we can control hand motions for, like, prosthetics. All kinds of interesting things. But we start getting to the point of body modification, technological body modification, almost like in a sci-fi-esque kind of manner, I would say, kind of like cyborgs. Now, I, I am getting somewhere with this. So that's putting things into your body foreign objects that don't have a lot of research behind them but if a scientist told you hey this is going to make your life better would you be okay with that
0: well the first thing i'm going to say is if i'm missing a hand and they offer me a hand okay that, that is different. Let,
1: let's say that it's body enhancement so instead of having regular eyes you have superhuman eyes because they give you new bionic eyes, despite there being nothing wrong with your current eyes.
0: So not like LASIK, but like a new set of eyes that aren't the natural thing. Yeah. They're like robotic. So between me and you, I would say no. That's where I'm at with it. I'm not into modifying my body like that in the sense, like I had my ears pierced for a little while but as you noticed i don't have any ear piercings no tattoos and so for me i would modify my body like that but i would also say like that's not a matter of public safety if that makes sense like me wanting it's better not. me wanting better eyes is just me wanting better eyes there's no real reason to test it or not test it or be an experiment you know if a scientist told me that i'd say well i appreciate you let me tell you what Give my eyes another 20, 25 years. I can already see they're going downhill. You know, I'm 20, we're 20 something. I'm not going to disclose, but we're 20 something. I can already see my eyes, you know, they ain't what they used to be when we were eating carrots, you know, every yep. day for lunch. And so I would say, yeah, you know, I'm 50, 55, you know, 60, these eyes start to go, the hearing, because, you yeah. know, they say like, when we like use headphones and stuff. They say like our generation is gonna have wicked bad hearing problems. Like I we thought the last generation hearing had problems. hearing problems, this one, we're gonna be like deaf by the time we're like sixty, sixty five. Probably. And so yeah, if they say, Oh yo, we'll hook you People up with a new turn eardrum, down your we'll headphones. make you be able to hear, I would say, well shoot, yeah, modify these ears. Yeah, that's too- like, gonna say, call me bugs bunny, give me some mean <laughs> ears, like but no, if everything's working fine then i wouldn't the thing is everything isn't working fine when it comes to covid in the sense your immune That's system your immune system isn't able to handle it and this vaccination makes your immune system able to handle it in the same sense like i said if i needed new eyes then i'd be like yeah doc let's give it a shot like why not let's let's throw let's throw a pass downfield and see if we don't come down honestly that
1: like, makes a lot of sense
0: so, yeah. Ooh, here's a marshmallow for you. Since you like asking me questions, let me ask you one. Virtual Dating Plus. So, I guess, you know, folks are, you know, beginning to see a lot of their friends get married and whatnot. We're 20 something. You know, I was just scrolling through Facebook and I was like, who is this person? Click on it. I was like, oh, that's so and so, but their last name is, oh. Yep this dude's married, homegirl is married, homegirl might be married to homeboy, you might know both or you might know neither. How do you feel about someone else getting engaged at your wedding?
1: Oh, okay. The whole uh, stealing your thunder argument. Okay. Well, so, for one, personally, how it affects me, I wouldn't care if someone got engaged at my wedding. That said, I can see how someone would. Um, That's... So, the whole stealing someone's thunder. Like, obviously, this is their special day. If you're at, like, you know, the dinner, the reception, excuse me, that's what it's called. If you're at the reception and you're, you know, with your new boo thing that you've been dating for a few months... And, you know, your your best friend just got married and everyone's doing the toasts, And all of a sudden you stand up and you, you know, you hit the glass and you're going, well, I just wanted to let everyone know right now. I would like to take my special someone and offer my, you know, a hand in marriage or whatever, blah, 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 blah. It's like that's kind of inappropriate. It's that's not why anyone is there. People are supposed to be paying attention to, the, you know, the bride and groom, camaraderie. It's not that I personally have a problem with it. Like, do whatever you want. In fact, I hope you're happy. But it does seem a little rude, if you ask me. It it seems as though, you know, not necessarily like you're trying to steal attention away from the whole event, but as though you're trying to make this portion of the event in some way about yourself and it's not about that and so by that token I would say unless you know for a fact that the bride and groom are going to be okay with that you probably shouldn't do it
0: Uh, so yeah I'm going to agree with you in the sense that I personally wouldn't do it to somebody else just because you don't know how they're going to react and i wouldn't advise you all do it but at the same time if someone did it at my wedding you know how much it costs a wedding you know how much it costs per head like depending like you have the lowest shabbiest wedding and it's like 250 dollars per person yep and it could go up to like a thousand so my point yep. is like we have people that we're spending 250 to a thousand dollars on I definitely care about you. Somebody at the wedding cares about you. You definitely belong there. Mm-hmm. And so I would say this. I'd say, you're somebody special to me or, you know, my wife and my now wife. And if our wedding, if you two were sitting in there and you saw our wedding and you said, yeah, I mean, like you had, you know, you have the ring in your pocket. You're trying to figure out the time and you say, I'm inspired. Like, there's never a better place to fall in love than a wedding. And so I would say, be happy with me. Like, Shade, like, I can imagine it now. Like, I'm sitting down. You get down on one knee. You say it. i walk up. I'd hug you. I'd say, hey, three cheers to Shade. He's getting married, too, now. I won't be the only one in prison. Like, (laughs) Yeah, I think, like I said, I think it's fantastic, and we can celebrate two things at once, and we can get twice as litty. Honestly,
1: no, absolutely. As long as you pick an appropriate moment. I, I think it could be rude. It could also be totally tasteful. It really depends on how you approach it.
0: Well, I think it'll always be distasteful to the general public. Because the general public doesn't le- – like, they would expect like – Yeah, you they said, don't know The you. way that we just talked about it, like we were like, yeah, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't advise it. That would be like we're sitting there. We're at Joey's wedding. And then one of Joey's friends does it, right? We would be like, that wasn't cool. Joey is one of my bandmates, for those of you wondering. Joey Noe the Broey. So, yeah, if we were, like, at his wedding, somebody does it, I'd be like, yeah, that wasn't cool. Duh, duh, duh. But so it, I feel like it's never – gonna be like when you do it at someone else's wedding it's never gonna be like super tasteful yeah but like i said for me like i would be like let's celebrate together i'm glad you found happiness so many people don't so many people spend all their lives searching for someone or something that they never ever find and the fact that you think you found it And you believe you found it at my wedding, and now you're going to commit to it and make sure that that happiness that you have isn't just today. It isn't just tomorrow, but it's forever.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I could go for that. Express that.
0: But I will say this much. If you propose at my wedding, and then you get divorced, I'm pulling up on you. (laughs) and your crappy spouse like i'm pulling up on both of y'all y'all get engaged at my wedding y'all are for life and i'm gonna (laughs) say that there i'm like hey i'm really glad blah blah hey 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 look at me don't get divorced because i'm telling you now i'll shoot you in your kneecaps do not (laughs) do not do that like we're gonna share a beautiful moment we're gonna remember it as a beautiful moment not, hey, you remember that time you got uh, engaged at my wedding and then you divorced her, like, two <laughs> or three years later? Like, that's not what we are doing. Yeah. So, like I said, you get engaged in my wedding. You know, yeah, my wedding is definitely a forever thing, and you made a mistake because you're in a forever thing now, too. Like, yeah. you aren't just married to homegirl. You're married to me and my homegirl. Like, <laughs> we all, all four of us are married together now. Like, you made a big mistake. We all mistake. took them bows, <laughs> <So> like, <laughs> you, you made a drastic mistake. Like, shoot, if anything, you talked about an appropriate time. I was gonna say if you do it at the wrong time, like when we're still in the church, I might say, "Hey, father! No, I might Hey, father! That. Father, yeah, we marry pay them you. right now, father. We pay you overtime. <laughs> get over here! Like I'm talking about like craziness. <laughs> get over here!" Hey. And you know what's crazy? Y'all could even probably split the bill for the reset. Oh, but your uh, but their people wouldn't be there. That's true. I was gonna say if that's you true. have like the same people they're willing right.
1: to elope. Yeah, I was
0: gonna say if they say, "I'll say, hey, get up here right now!" Like y'all are trending, so. Me, personally, wouldn't advise it, but at the same time, the question was, how do I feel about someone getting engaged at my wedding? I'd be happy for you, but you better stay happy, or I'm going to be unhappy. Straight like that. Speaking of what's unhappy and all that is wrong and messed up and vile, we're looking for a good horror movie. Ooh, always my favorite topic. Well, I hear that it's a marshmallow you're going to roast, so. <laughs> well, so, you know, I think I've got an
1: interesting one for you guys today. This is a bit of an older horror movie. Well, maybe not super old. It's 2000, maybe 2001. Um, But it's kind of a different take on, well, here, I don't want to give away too much, but it's a different take on a coming-of-age story uh, for two teenage girls. They're sisters, and essentially, one of them gets bit i'm not gonna tell you by what but the movie is called ginger snaps and if you're interested in kind of a morbid curiosity not super gory but kind of um heart heart what is the word heart touching something like that yeah um kind of really good story of two sisters trying to make it together in a world. It's fantastic. And it also has a decent amount of horror. That ain't bad. You said it's called what now? Ginger Snaps. Ginger Snaps. Apparently it's actually a series. I have not seen the whole series yet, but I have seen the first movie. It is fantastic.
0: That's, that's what we like to hear. Really. Really. So, let's see. Oh, that's right. You all know how we always end. The They'll no huddle. Down. Oh, the no huddle this time. You know what? Today was a great day in college football, but today was also a great day in baseball. So, you know what? It is the rundown today. And speaking of baseball, the Dodgers force a game seven. They really, really did it. So, the Rays are already in the World Series. They... The Astros had to stop cheating. We called them out on it. They couldn't keep doing it. It was inappropriate, and then they lost. It was totally inappropriate. So the cheating Astros are out, and so it's the Rays versus the Dodgers or the Braves. The Braves are up 3-1, to and the Dodgers have come roaring back like lightning. They're back from the dead, baby. And I couldn't be more excited. So game seven is tomorrow night. Who you rooting on
1: Dodgers I'm assuming
0: you gotta love those Dodgers you gotta, you gotta I think I'm gonna be right there with you I'm all on the Dodgers right now you gotta love those Dodgers I'm a nats fan but there's some teams you gotta respect for everything they've you know done for baseball I respect the Cubs you know the Chicago the Windy city for being you know like baseball city and then you know you gotta respect you definitely have to respect the Dodgers for what they did you know Race relations in this country and moving this country forward, as far as Jackie Robinson goes, a lot of people don't understand how difficult it is to stand up for the right thing. Like, Shay, think about like when we were kids, like when people would roast each other, they'd be like, Oh, you have two dads, da da da. And like, like, you know, like the homophobic stuff, yeah, like that used to just be mainstream in like 2001. Yep, who in 2001 was like, That's homophobic, you're wrong, da 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 da.
1: I mean, there were people, but certainly Probably. not the
0: majority. I was going to say, well, we were kids and we were six years old in 2001, but the point still stands in 2004. George oh, W. Bush gave away our age. Yeah, maybe <laughs> we might've been six when it was like, you, you do the math, whatever. I was going to say, you shouldn't have told them that. Cause now they, de- <laughs> <laughs> no, they definitely, as a matter of fact, bleep that out, <laughs> bleep this whole part out. But, um. No, in 2004, George W. Bush won a whole election talking about gay marriage. Like, gay marriage was the whole issue in 2004. It was. Not getting, not allowing gay people equality and Isn't being that married. wild? And yeah, that's what I'm saying. In 2004, you didn't even have, like, crazy stuff. It was and an so,
1: actual question. But
0: nowadays, <laughs> it's like, that's homophobic. How, but in 2004, it was totally a question. It's crazy. So the Dodgers, you have to so think, wild. baseball is all white. It's a gentleman's sport. And the Dodgers say, we bring on Jackie. Jackie got every... The Dodgers got every bad call baseball could give them. If the umpire could give you the bad call, they were going to give you the bad call. The ticket sales, all of those things. Until, of course, folks found out Jackie can play. And then they're like, well, shoot, maybe we pay some tickets and shut up and watch this boy bat. Like, yeah. And so... What the Dodgers did there, like, it does. It takes on, like, even now, like, with Black Lives Matter, the Red Sox put up a Black Lives Matter mural, and they lost hands for it. Had a whole backlash in Boston just because they put up a mural talking about equality and Black Lives Matter. That's so sad. It is. It's crazy. And so you have... It's hard to stand up for what's right before your time, and the Dodgers did just that. It's the truth. Um... And so, the rundown, Elder Scrolls might not be on PlayStation. What? Remember, Microsoft bought Bethesda. And so, in an interview, when asked about, you know, hey, are y'all going to put the games on PlayStation or are they only going to be on Xbox? Like, you wouldn't make as much money if they're only on PlayStation. They said, we think we'll make enough. Wow. That was basically, you know, the response was, "Wow, we might put them on PlayStation, but we definitely don't have to. Between our cloud, their exact words were they reference their cloud services, Xbox, PC, they're like, we will talk to, you know, the folks who support us, and we support them, and it'll be taken care of. But basically, there's questions about which Bethesda games are going to be on PlayStation, whether it'll be all of them or none of them, and The Elder Scrolls is a Bethesda game. Yep. Wouldn't that be crazy? Everybody talked about PlayStation only having exclusives. And then Xbox says, now Elder Scrolls is an exclusive because you like to talk trash. Yep. Now Fallout is an exclusive yep. because you were running your mouth. Now Doom is an exclusive because you were running your mouth. What up, Sony fanboys? You know, what's crazy is I like Xbox, but I'm on, I've been on PlayStation for PS4 because Sony did. They had a better, they did everything right.
1: Yep. No, no Xbox
0: job. is making moves. To the point where, like, I'm not going to get my system day one in November, but come March, April, when it comes, you know, when they're in stock, I'll probably get one for Christmas, honestly. But the point is, is, you know, later on in time, like PlayStation still has a bunch of confirmed exclusives. Microsoft hasn't confirmed these as exclusives. But if they do... They're right in the middle of the competition, baby. Yep. Elder Scrolls tops Horizon Zero. Elder Scrolls tops Spider-Man.
1: No joke. Honestly, I don't yeah, know what if, PlayStation if a does. new Elder Scrolls game comes out only on PC and Xbox, I mean, you know I'm going to be happy because I do all PC. But... <laughs> but i mean yeah that would be the solidifying factor is i would either need to have a pc or i would need to have an xbox because there's no chance that i'm not playing a new elder scrolls
0: game <laughs> like <laughs> and that's the that's the crazy part is they could do that not to drive up xbox sales but to drive up computer sales
1: cuz microsoft it would work. has
0: some of the best computer gaming going on with them and so um it's wild, wild stuff. That being said, in the world of boxing, Tio Lopez upsets the youngest four belt champion. I believe he's 21 or 22. Oh, wow. That is young. Yeah. I was listening to a story about him and this one, you know, commentator was like, well, you know, I was commentating. Da, da, da. And he comes up to me and he's like, I'm Tio Lopez, blah, blah, blah. And the commentator is like, okay. And he was like, you should know my name. I'm going to be the next champion wow okay bold bold and now it's a reality that's what happens when Good you dream big. Him, man that's what happens when you dream big that being said i'm gonna hit you with another rundown within a rundown it's called this or that and ign did it with marvel versus dc are you ready to run down sure batman or iron man batman 59 percent of people said batman I said Iron Man.
1: I've always been a big Batman guy. Don't get me wrong, Tony Stark
0: is the man. Well, but so Batman's here's the thing. When I first answered, I was thinking to myself who wins in a fight and I was like, "Oh yeah, Iron Man." Is oh, okay. Man That's a totally them. different question. Well, here's question. the thing. They never asked that. So they're not asking like like who do you want as your superhero? Da, 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 da. you know, my criticism of Batman is I saw this poster it was like if you think about Batman really He's just a wealthy guy who beats up on, you know, the disadvantaged in his city. Like when you think about like criminals in that sense, like why are you committing a crime? Because I can't get a job because I have a criminal background because I did this when I was a kid, now nobody well, wants to you know, hire me. That's and not I'm why in the, the system, blah yeah, blah blah. that's not blah. why the
1: Joker is like doing his stuff that's not why the riddler does his stuff i mean sometimes no, you're right just the bigger guys but did. i look
0: at iron man and i saw like you know like in the second and the third movie civil war where he talked about you know how superheroes have an obligation to humanity and you know like they want he wanted to sign the synovia accords and say like we'll work for the united nations we need to be uh leashed basically and i just thought to myself that shows greater restraint than like Batman going out and beating a bunch of small time thugs up and then I don't know flexing his muscles and I like Batman a lot but it, it was really close for me but that that's what the deciding factor was. I was like that post kinda like did it for me. Somebody was like, you know how to stop Batman? A quick audit. <laughs> I was like, nah, they come in <laughs> and take everything off the Batcave. They said that car is worth a lot, boy. Like that's true. Man. I was like, I'm done. Superman or Cap?
1: Oh, man. I actually, I can't stand Superman, so I'm going to have to go Cap. Yeah. 52, but I'm not a big Cap fan either.
0: 52% of people said Cap. I got to go Cap. I'll never forget in his first movie, that Marvel movie um, with America. Steve Rogers when he was, yep, a little guy. Captain America, the first Avenger. Little guy, right? And they asked, like, how come you're going to pick him to be Captain America? Why not? All of these soldiers are incredible. They said, watch this. They threw a grenade in that was a dummy and said, it's a live grenade. And everybody else scrambled as quickly as they could to get out the way. He took his helmet off. It's, you know someone has a Medal of Honor for doing this same thing? I'm not sure whether the movie came out first or they got the Medal of Honor first. But mm. sliding over the grenade, putting your helmet over it, and covering it up. Uh, with it your protects body? everybody. Yeah, But not you. No, you're dead. No, you'll survive. Yeah. You just be really like, like he survived. He got a Medal of Honor. It's just. Okay. It's not a that's, good way to. That's it's true. Not bra- a good that's way true to, bravery right and there. And Captain America said, slid in. I was like, there you go. That was really cool. And when he was talking about how, like, standing up for the little guys, it makes me think of, like, you know, like the Bible, the least of us, you know, standing up for that. And I was like, wow. Okay. So I, I, I went with Cap, too. Thor or Wonder Woman? Huh. Oh, that's an interesting
1: match. So, you know. Well, they're both gods. So, she, it's the god of. She's not a god. She's a demigod god. She's, what is she? She's an Amazonian warrior. Um, yeah. I guess in a way that's kind of like a god. Um. From
0: Thermoskyra.
1: I like Thor more, um, only based on powers and representation. Um, full disclosure: I have not seen the new Wonder Woman films. I've uh, heard great things, and we I'm gotta, sure they have to be
0: good. But we're watching that next Saturday. We were talking about what we were going to do for movie day, and that—that's it. The new—the okay. new Wonder Woman movie was so like the way it was done. I wouldn't say that it was amazing, because for a Marvel movie, it was average. But for DC to finally get something right, it it was nice. Very, very nice. I liked it. Very cool. So my problem with, like... I never really got
1: her. Like, I understand that she's an Amazonian warrior, and she's come to, I guess, America to... I actually don't really know why she's here. So they Um. actually
0: explain all that in her movie. I'm not going to spoil it, but basically a boy washes up on shore a pilot who had been shot down during World War II, and he told her about the Nazis. And she said, if Ah. we won't stand up, who will? Okay. And her mom said, if you go, you're gone. You're cut. She said, I'm leaving to go fight with the humans, to go stand up for justice. And so that's how... That's how the that was like the origin of like okay. her movie. And then I guess like that from there. makes
1: sense. And so then she of course she has like the lasso of truth. She's got the the bracelets. She's got the, the invisible jet. Yeah. All that stuff. I mean, I guess that, that is a noble cause. I can see where that's coming from. But Chris Hemsworth is freaking cool.
0: Yeah, like, like, well, you gotta remember the inter- It's all like your comics. Like you can do it any way you want. So me, I went for the most part with the movies because that's what I've seen most recently. I haven't read comic books since I was like twelve. Yeah, I know, right? Same here. So I'm not gonna sit there, but I'll I'll agree with you. He's very funny, and then I'm also a, a huge fan of lightning. Yeah, love a lightning, cool love thunderstorms, and so him doing all that with lightning, like you love to see it. They got uh. That Catwoman or Black Widow?
1: Oh, that's an interesting one. Um, I would say that I prefer Catwoman as a character, but I think that Black Widow is cooler.
0: I just, I went with Black Widow because I like her portrayal and her role in Marvel movies better than Catwoman. In DC, yeah. in DC. You know, recently. there hasn't
1: been a lot of good Catwoman media of late, I would say. Yeah, I mean kinda... Who who did they have played? Was that Halle Berry that they had played Catwoman?
0: I couldn't tell you.
1: Oh I can't remember. But I mean like it it was mostly, you know, like black leather the movie. <laughs> like it wasn't really like no. a catwoman movie. It was more of, you know, Holly Berry and lingerie movie.
0: But <laughs> I hear you I definitely agree with that. Um Hulk or Shazam? I don't remember Shazam. Shazam is that little boy. I think his name is Barry. And he's like a little boy and then he goes, Shazam and then he's like all big and strong Walking around like a grown man, I what had to the pick. Heck? I chose the Hulk on accident, and I was like, "If you could go back and change it, but I wanted to pick Shazam because it's so funny. He's a, he, like, he walks around like he he's a little kid in like this adult That's superhero kind of body. Adorable. Yeah, like it's it's so silly. It's really really silly. It's I'll, really funny. I'll have
1: to see it. You know, I'm not familiar with Shazam. Um, so for that, I have to default to the Hulk just because I'm more familiar with him. But I'll check that out. That's a new one for me.
0: Fair enough. I feel like this one was a no-brainer, but of course, every you know every poll people get wrong. And to go over... Oh, to go over the poll numbers of people, in case you were wondering, 59% of people said Batman, 52% of people said Cap, 75% of people said Thor over Wonder Woman, 59% of people said Black Widow over Catwoman, and 73% of people said Hulk over Shazam. Oh, wow. But this one... So this is the highest one as far as like a... Everybody was really close to agreeing. Do they and have then any like, villain up.
1: matchups too? Any what villain matchups too? No. Oh, that's too bad. That is too bad, isn't it? Because uh, that would have been. One I like of the luck. villains more than the heroes.
0: I was, well, I me I'll, I'll hit you with one: Trigon, or um, what's that boy Trigon? from Infinity War? You Trigon. know, Trigon, Raven's father. Oh, that dude. That was like boy. Him versus
1: who? Ultron. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Okay. Uh, I mean, I guess Trigon. Uh, he's kind of, he's cooler. Like, <laughs> you like Trigon. I mean, he, he man, comes you know. from like a dimension of darkness and terror. <laughs> like, that's totally right up my alley. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I definitely feel you on that. Okay, so here's one I thought that everyone would get right, but apparently only 88% of people could. Spider-Man or Nightwing? Oh, man. And please don't say Nightwing. So,
1: so I was going to say, I've always loved Dick Grayson. I think Dick oh Grayson is God. awesome. But Spider Man okay, is the thanks.
0: greatest superhero of all time. The original Spider Man, like the TV show, the one with all the memes, is so funny. I saw it on Disney Plus. It's hilarious. Um, Green Lantern or
1: oh, who is that? Phoenix.
0: Yep. Gene oh, Gray, the Phoenix. Obviously,
1: Gene Gray. What? I do not like Green Lantern. I think this, which the...
0: Green Lantern
1: any of them you like but the lantern especially core? who's the blonde the blonde dude is that hal i don't know his name the one that he just decides to use his lantern to make a baseball bat 90% of the time and he just smacks stuff with it I, think I do Hal. not like that guy. <laughs> like, I I think
0: his name is Hal Jordan, I believe.
1: I think you're right. I think it is Hal Jordan. And yeah, I think he's a disgrace to
0: the whole Lantern Corps. Nah, <laughs> what about Jon Stewart? What about that Lantern Corps? John
1: Stewart's the man.
0: I was going to say, he... Marine too. I was going to say, no, nah, they need to make a buddy cop movie. It'd be too stupid. Two Green Lanterns going around the galaxy. That'd be a TV show. Yeah. You pick the right two, especially like you do uh, Hal Jordan and Jon Stewart. Like... It's an alternate universe. They just go around saving the day. Like it would be too silly. It I also would be just too think silly. Your outfit is dumb. <laughs> you sound just like a hater. Personal. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I was gonna say I'd love to be a member of the Lantern Corps. I would wear my ring with pride. Like I put over my I ring finger. I would put it lantern. over my ring finger on my left hand because I'd be married to the Corps. Oh, there you go. I'd be married to the Corps. Shay, I could like, definitely
1: see you being a Green Lantern.
0: Thank you, thank you. I would love to be a member of the Lantern Corps. I should, I should fill out an application, see if, they apply, or see if they accept me. Oh, this one was tough, but I did what I had to. Green Arrow or Hawkeye?
1: Oh, man. Okay, so I cannot stand Hawkeye. I can't stand him. You want I an arrow?
0: I like the TV, the TV show, the guy's pretty funny. I so. haven't
1: seen Arrow. I've heard it was good, though.
0: His name's like Steven something. He's pretty funny. I went with Arrow over Hawkeye just for that reason. But fifty-nine percent of people said Green Lantern over the Phoenix, and fifty-three percent of people said the Green Arrow over Hawkeye. I feel like that number should be higher. Yeah, only fifty three percent. I wonder why people would pick Hawkeye if you guys could write us in the comments and let us know. Like, I really do wonder.
1: Honestly, Green Arrow is better. Not to sound is he a better totally show? Totally biased. Like Who's I mean, the real
0: Robin Hood?
1: So that's the thing. Um I believe that Green Arrow actually has like legitimate powers and if not, he does at least have better gadgets on his his arrows. Um versus Hawkeye, which is a little bit more like proper, you know, marksman, but I find him boring and I think that his character is like abrasive and annoying like i i just i don't like that guy
0: (laughs) oh i was mad about this one but you know what happens happens cyborg or vision
1: oh that's an interesting one um, anybody who's
0: watched the teen Titans should have a quick and easy and decisive answer yeah i was gonna say OG honestly, teen Titans, i really like, like cyborg i was He's gonna say don't man. sit there and tell me vision like come no, on
1: No, you know like. i don't have a lot of personal tie to vision other than the newer marvel movies and it wasn't the what, most interesting
0: i was gonna American. say like yeah i was gonna say what did he yeah, what about right? the what most interesting marvel movies <laughs> i was gonna say what makes him like super interested I say like, cyborg Cyber was that boy eating yeah, pineapple dude. pizza talking about booyah <laughs> i got the sonic if you got the boom like that was wild like what a good oh i was mad about this one too and the reason that they went with this one is because they both have fast healing powers i guess was my thought process wolverine or the flash
1: wolverine or the flash wait does the flash heal
0: quickly 54 percent people said vision by the way i believe so
1: I don't think he does.
0: He doesn't heal quicker than the average human. No,
1: he just moves really fast. Why didn't they do Flash or Quicksilver? That's because who would they have too.
0: matched Wolverine up with? Um. Oh, that's a good point. I'm um, I mad mean, they didn't get Supergirl in here. Supergirl's my girl. Honestly, you
1: could have done like Wolverine, Superman.
0: Then who would have matched up with Cap?
1: Oh, that's a good point. Oh, I don't know. It's making it too complicated. <laughs> um, Quite frankly, uh, this is not a good matchup. I really like both of them. I think that Logan Wolverine is really awesome. And then the Flash just has cool powers. Like, that guy can phase through walls by m- vibrating his molecules so fast that he basically becomes a passable object.
0: That's dope. No, yeah, that's <laughs> like, sweet. That's definitely sweet. I I definitely have to go with The Flash as well. Love that man's TV show. Uh, I can't remember what his name is. It, the actor's name is... Is it Grant Gustin? Oh, I don't know. I'm not sure. Grant got something. Okay. I was going to say Barry Allen. I was going to say Barry Allen's my boy, but only 39% of people said The Flash. 61. Really? Wolverine. That's pretty overwhelming. A super majority of people said Wolverine. I was like, are y'all kidding oh, Wolverine's me? Wolverine's cool. Though. Y'all are terrible. And then the last question was, who you got? Marvel or DC? Oh, dude, I can never answer this question.
1: It's always the hardest question to answer. I I would say that I grew up with more DC I really like the grittier stuff that they do. But when you really look into like the comic books, not that I have done a lot of it, but from what I have, Marvel has fantastic stories. And they're just constant. They just have so much content. Um, not that DC doesn't, but I feel that, at least from what I've seen from DC, a lot of it is very samey. Whereas a lot of what I've seen from Marvel has a lot of dynamics, so in this, I'm gonna have to say Marvel despite my nostalgia with DC
0: Yeah, I think DC has like the better characters like if you go like Superman, Batman, the Flash, Wonder Woman, Greenland, like they have like the more they have the more iconic characters, yeah, not the better characters, the more iconic characters. But what Marvel, the Marvel, what MCU has done with their characters? Uh, well, if
1: we're talking about the cinematic universes, it's well, they Marvel asked, like made. they
0: asked, they asked, like overall. Or I'm just saying, like when I look at the, like like I said, I don't really watch the, um, I don't watch, or I don't read the comic books. The TV shows, they're both pretty good. Marvel's Daredevil and Luke Cage and Jessica Jones, the Defenders. They were awesome. And then you gotta like The Flash, Supergirl, like I said, love those shows. DC's Legends of Tomorrow is awesome. I love that show so, so much. But at the end of the day, what Marvel has done, like overall as a whole, like Marvel just they don't miss. That's the difference between Marvel and DC. DC will have a great open look, and DC gonna miss the shot. Or they might miss it, they might hit it. Marvel will hit contested shots, off balance shots. Like Marvel, don't miss.
1: That's a good point.
0: I think Marvel missed with Iron Fist, and that's like the only thing people can like criticize Marvel about. Like other than that, people like the all the Thor movies. They like all the Captain America movies, all the Iron Man, the Avenger movies. Like they love them. They love like the whole cinematic reset. I think a lot of people would criticize them for their early Spider Man movies, but. Those were even okay, honestly. And now like the new stuff they're doing with Venom is pretty sick. Yeah. The new Venom movie. They don't miss. They just come out with a new idea and then they hit. Like it's wild. Honestly, Venom's been great. I'll give you that.
1: I was gonna say, it's crazy. And Tom Holland, well I guess he's he works for Sony, doesn't he? Isn't Spider Man owned by Sony? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, Not it's owned Marvel like anymore. 10% by Sony or something. Oh, but just strange. just enough to like throw everything up in the air when it needs to be thrown up in the yeah. air. It's like a combination of Disney and Sony. Well, Tom Holland does a great job as well. Yeah, he does his thing as Spider-Man. So that was uh that was the rundown within the rundown. To continue the rundown, Alabama routes Georgia. R- routes Georgia. Georgia didn't even score in the second half. I'm frustrated. Wildly frustrated. Oh, okay. Marvel Avengers DC was also delayed. Or the DLC was delayed. Excuse me no, for the Marvel's like Avenger Marvel game. Marvel
1: Avengers DC. What
0: is yeah, that? yeah, that was delayed. And then speaking of DC, Static Shock. Michael B. Jordan is doing Wait, it. is
1: Static Shock DC? Isn't he? I have no... I didn't... I thought he was his own thing. Static
0: shock. Oh, fuck I think I he's DC, but for the sake of time and, you know, letting everybody go, I know it's been, you know, a long hour. You're right. Hour he's DC. He's DC. Okay, that's cool. I was going to say, Shade, go on and get your guitar. It's you know time it. for you to be a superhero. Use your powers for good. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a beautiful Saturday, Sunday morning. You're getting ready for another week. You're going to make it through all the things that you're going to worry about. They're going to pass. Everything you're worried about will pass. Take the time today to be with family, to be with friends, and enjoy a little bit of time to, you know, relax and be with yourself. Enjoy some football if that's what you're into. But enjoy, enjoy the day go for a walk go see things go see people just enjoy your life it's too short not to enjoy every single moment of every single day that you humanly can so go see is the day and with that being said it's been 86 six five the vibe the fireside chat your boy Jackie C And And we hope you all have a wonderful night. Thanks for listening.